The Temple Fuel podcast is designed to provide inspiration, motivation, and a safe space for the woman trying to navigate through life's changes while on the way to her God-given destiny. My hope is that you leave each episode a little less tired and more inspired. Let's start the show. Hey, family and friends, welcome back to another episode of the Temple Fuel podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. And if you're new here, thank you for tuning in today. Hope you guys are doing well. Um, Hope you guys had a good week. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Happy weekend. Whatever it is, wherever you are. (laughs) I hope that you guys are doing well. I want to thank you for tuning in another day. want to challenge you like I did on the last episode. If you enjoy this episode, please, please, please. If you're on your third episode and you you found three episodes you enjoy, please share it with somebody. Please share it with somebody. Make sure that you have subscribed. Make sure you're following along. Um, you know, make sure that you're tuned in so that you don't miss when there's a new episode. You know, just in case I don't announce it on social media or whatever, I don't want you to miss an episode. So definitely make sure if you're on Spotify that you're following along. If you are on iTunes that you subscribe, definitely leave me a comment if you feel so compelled. It definitely helps, you know, bump the podcast up. So I appreciate you guys' support. I appreciate you guys, you know, tuning in and really listening and I just appreciate all the feedback I love you guys and I appreciate it so I'm gonna jump right into today's podcast um, how to increase your faith in the midst of constant disappointment how to increase your faith in the midst of constant disappointment you can rest assured that you can count on God to come out better than you were and I am really excited about today's episode this is just really been on my heart to talk about and I'm just I'm really excited I'm really excited about today's episode Um, you know there are so many examples in the Bible where God exceeded expectations you know we can trust him we can count on him to deliver better than we ever could have delivered on our own better than any friend could have done it better than our parents better than our spouse better than our children better than whomever you know we can count on God to give us an outcome better than any human person could And so first, I want to just highlight a few promises God has indicated in his word. So we're going to read some scripture today. You know how I feel about it. You know, we got to put some scripture on it. So we're going to to indicate a few promises and, and highlight what God has said in his word. And so John 15 and 17, if ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will and it shall be done unto you. So that's a promise. I mean, that that's not asking you a question. That's if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Now, it has to line up with God's word. It has to be his timing, you know, but if you're if his word abides in you and you abide in him, he's hearing you. He's listening. He wants the best for you. Numbers 23 and 19. God is not a man, so he does not lie. And this is the New Living Translation. He is not human, so he does not change his mind. Has he ever spoken and failed to act? Has he ever promised and not carried it through? I love the NLT version. I mean, amazing. Let me read it again. God is not a man, so he does not lie. He's not like you and me. He's not human, so he does not change his mind. Has he ever spoken and failed to act? Has he ever promised and not carried it through? 
Wow. Has he ever promised and not carried it through? Second Chronicles 16 and 9. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect towards him. That's Second Chronicles 16 and 9. And I'm going to read the rest of this, but I would definitely recommend to read this whole scripture, this whole verse, so you can get the full context. But the end of it says, Herein thou hast done foolishly, therefore from henceforth thou shalt have wars. So read that so that you can get the full context. Second Corinthians 1 and 20. For all the promises of God in him are yea and in him amen unto the glory of God by us. Isaiah 55 and 11. It is the same with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to and it will prosper everywhere I send it. Wow, that's powerful. Isaiah 55 and 11. That's the NLT version again. It is the same with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to and it will prosper everywhere I send it. That there was a comma after that it will accomplish all I wanted to comma and it will prosper everywhere that I send it that's that's a definite that's a promise that's a guarantee that's powerful and the word of God is laced with promises I just pulled out a few that God put on my heart you know instantly as I was writing out my notes for today's episode but the the promises of God they're all through the word I mean promises are everywhere in the bible and so we can trust god you know that he will do and perform better than we ever could imagine you know something that the holy spirit dropped in my mind dropped on my heart um earlier this week is sometimes we hold back in our faith because we're afraid of disappointment you know we hold back in growing our faith we hold back in believing you know better we hold back in believing more because we're afraid of disappointment you know some of us are used to disappointment what we feel has been disappointment some of us are used to expecting you know one outcome and getting an outcome that was less than what we wanted you know or less than even favorable in some cases it might not have been what we necessarily might not have just not been what we wanted but it might have been a situation where it just wasn't good you know some of us are used to that and some of us have experienced that a lot in our life and I believe sometimes we hold back in our faith because we were like well let me just stay on the safe side because I've been disappointed but let's go back to that scripture I read where numbers 23 and 19 said God is not a man he does not lie he's not human he doesn't change his mind has he spoken and failed to act has he promised and not carried it through you know we start in our human minds comparing God to humans you know we say well no I know God is sovereign I know he's above humans but in our actions we start to compare God to human and we start to kind of draw back when it's time to you know have more faith and and grow you know go deeper in our growth and do more and sacrifice more in order to have more faith we start to kind of draw back because we're like well I remember that time I did that and it didn't turn out how I liked it I remember when I said that and it didn't work out how I wanted it to work out so we start to draw back but we have to understand that God is not a man that he should lie he is faithful to perform he will do what's in his word to do is he will do what's in his will to do in the timing that is supposed to be done 
And I think it's a perspective shift if we look at it like that and understand that, you know, hey, no, this may not have worked out how I wanted it in the time that I wanted it. But it's not because God is incapable, you know, and still because God is faithful and it's, it's just so I can go so much further with this because God is faithful and because he has promises in his word and he has instructions in his word. We can guarantee that it's going to work out exactly how he wants it to work out, you know, whatever we're praying for, whatever we're asking wherever we want to go in life we can trust that God is going to make sure that we get there we can trust that he's going to make sure that we reach where he where it is he wants us to reach in a, in that due time and in that due season so you know sometimes we hold back because we're afraid of that disappointment you know we want to stay on the safe side I've said it before I've heard people say it but that that God is not a man he's not human that he shall lie he's not like your brothers and sisters he's not like your best friend he's not like your uncle and I you know he's not like your mom and dad God is not a man that he shall lie he he, he wants us to trust us more than that you know, he wants us to trust us more than that. So I'm going to read, um, you know, I'm going to, I want to include, you know, some tips on how to increase your faith in the midst of disappointment. I love some tips. I always want you to walk away, you know, with some things that you can kind of, you know, write down, jot down and just really bring it all together. Um, you know, so first I want to read second Kings 21 through six and stay with me. You know, I know I'm doing a lot of reading of scripture and just reading. So stay with me. But second Kings 20, one through six in those days was hezekiah sick unto death and the prophet isaiah the son of amos came to him and said unto, and said unto him thus saith the lord set thine house in order for thou shalt die and not live then he turned his face to the wall and prayed unto the lord saying i beseech thee o lord remember how i have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart and have done that which is good in thy sight. And Hezekiah wept sore. And it came to pass, for Isaiah was gone out into the middle court, and the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Turn again, and tell Hezekiah, the captain of my people, Thus saith the Lord, the God of David, thy father, I have heard thy prayer, I have seen thy tears. Behold, I will heal thee. On the third day thou shalt go up unto the house of the Lord, and I will add unto thee, I will add unto thy days 15 years, and I will deliver thee in this city out of the hand of the king of Azirah, and I will defend this city for mine own sake and for my servant David's sake. Wow. And, and this is powerful. This is another one. Go back and read 2 Kings 19, especially to get context. I mean, great, great story of just God honored Hezekiah. God honored God honored Hezekiah's faithfulness. You know, when Hezekiah became king and he cleared out all those other gods, God remembered that. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, it's, it's not about we don't manipulate God. If you have, you know, in your mind that I'm going to do something and God is going to do this, I'm going to make God do this, then your heart posture is not right. This was a matter of Hezekiah coming before God with a sincere an earnest heart you know he wept you know have you ever been so passionate about something so sincere that it brought tears to your eyes you know hezekiah i don't believe hezekiah i don't believe that that god would have answered hezekiah if he tried to come to god like well god here's a list of things i did you i need you to do this because i did that you know hezekiah didn't come trying to manipulate god hezekiah came you know earnestly hezekiah came weeping you know he came like you know lord i'm your son you know god i i, I do what you tell me to do you know god i'm 
I'm trusting you. You're faithful. You know, please heal me. And we know that God, he's going to do, you know, he's going to do what's best for us. God is going to do what's best for us. He's going to do what's in his time to do. He has our control. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And if he and the enemy has to go through God before he's able to do anything. So we have to trust that. And Hezekiah, he was sincere and he was earnest and he was able to move on the heart of God. You know, you can read that for yourself. Again, it's 2 Kings 20, 1 through 6. And that was the King James Version. And again, to really get full context, it's a great story. I would say to go back to 2 Kings 19, it's one of my favorite. And when I say one of my favorite, it's just, it's clear. I just love, you know, it's clear for me. You know, I just love how, you know, you're able to see that Hezekiah, he was able, God, it shows that God cares about what's on our heart. It shows that God cares about what's on our mind. And Hezekiah was able to move on our God, our father's heart. He was able to move on his heart. And it was the timing was right. And God, God said, okay, you're, you know, God came in and, and he's faithful and he granted, you know, what he asked him. He healed him, added 15 years to his life. So, you know, we're not talking about, again, uh, people will try to make you feel, no, we're not talking about manipulating God. You can't manipulate God. No matter what you do, no matter what you don't do, you cannot manipulate God. My point here is that you can, God cares about your heart. God cares about your, your mind. You can move on the heart. You can move on God. You know, you can move on his heart. You can move on him. You know, he cares about your heart. He cares about what we care about. That's the point that I'm making is he cares about what we care about. And he's faithful because he doesn't put his word out there and, and lie about it. It's, it's amazing. He doesn't put his word out there and, he, and lie about it. And so what I want you to get from this scripture is God is faithful and he cares about what we care about. And that's 2 Kings 20, 1 through 6. And I keep repeating it because I really want to encourage you. Like I say, through every episode, please read for yourself. Don't, don't you know, come to this podcast and let that be all the, the listening and reading you do. Don't go to anybody else's podcast. Don't go to anybody else's church, ministry, whatever, and just leave it there. You should go home and want to read. You should go home and want to reread even, you know, what, you know, what you've heard. Even if you want to start there and ask God for revelation, you know, on that, on what you heard and what you listened to but that's just powerful you know it's just powerful to me and so we're talking about you know how to increase your faith in the midst of disappointment and I just have like four pointers like I said I like to really wrap up every episode with pointers and just some things that you can leave with you know after you listen but we're talking about how to increase your faith in the midst of disappointment, how to keep your faith and really how to increase your faith you know so that we go beyond the faith of a mustard seed it's okay to have more faith in a mustard seed. It's okay to step out the boat and do step out the boat type of things where people might be looking at you like, whoa, you did what? You wait, you made what move? And you're like in your mind and your heart, I did it because I'm, I'm trusting God. I'm trying him at his word. I'm trying him like he told me to do. It's okay to do that, that, that step out the boat type of faith. It's okay to want to get there. It's okay to want to live that way. Not just one time, not just two times, not just three times, but to want to live that way. It's okay. And so, you know, we're going to talk about how to increase your faith in the midst of disappointment. And point one is keep trusting. Keep trusting. And, and it's nothing so deep. It's nothing so profound. Keep trusting. You want to build up on your faith? Keep on trusting. Even if it's a disappointment, even if things didn't go the way you thought, you know, even if you don't get the response you think, you know, even if you, 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 you know, kind of falter a little bit get get right back up get you know get your mind back in order and keep trusting jude 1 and 20 says but you dear friends must build each other up in your most holy faith 
Pray in the power of the Holy Spirit. And that brings me to my next point. Accept the Holy Spirit. Accept the the Holy Spirit. It'll help you to keep trusting. It'll give you the guidance that you need. It'll give you the patience that you need. It'll give you the instruction that you need. It's your instructor. It's like a it's like a, a handheld pocket. It's like a handheld pocket uh, device or something. <laughs> it's your instructor. It'll lead. It's like a GPS. It'll lead you right where you need to go. So point one, keep trusting. Point two, pray. Not my will, but Lord, let your will be done in my life and in the situation. Remember, we don't manipulate God. God is going to do what he set out to do in the timing that he sets out for it to be done. So we're not out here trying to manipulate God. And this is the prayer Jesus prayed to the father while in the garden before being crucified. Luke 22 and 42. Father, if you are willing, please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet I want yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Let me read it again. because I'm reading kind of fast. I'm excited. (laughs) But, you know, again, point number two, not my will, but Lord, let your will be done in my life and in the situation. This is the prayer Jesus prayed to the father while in the garden before being crucified. That's Luke 22 and 42. The New Living Translation says, Father, if you are willing, please take this cup of suffering away from me. This was our savior. You know, he knew what he had to do, but he pray, he asked God. He talked to God. God already knew his heart. He was sitting there praying and, and beads of sweat was on his forehead. And he, he asked his father. We can ask our father. But then he goes on to say, yet I want your will to be done, not mine. And that's how we should pray. Lord, I'm asking for this, this and this. But God, let your will be done. That's how my prayers have changed. Lord, I want this. Lord, I want that. Lord, I pray this for that situation. I pray that, but God, above all, because you have to get the glory. Let your will be done. Next point, which would be point number three, confess your, excuse me, point number, yeah, three, confess your heart to God. He already knows, but he wants to hear it from you. He already knows what he wants to hear from you. And if you want to, you want cold, accept the Holy Spirit. Because when you intercede, the Holy Spirit will intercede on your behalf with the spirit of tongues and you won't, the the enemy won't have to know. The world and, and the spirits won't have, these evil spirits won't have to know. Confess your heart to God. Talk to God. Tell him what's on your heart and mind. He loves it. I'm telling you, just because he knows your heart and he knows what's already on your mind, he wants to hear from you. It's something about you taking time to lift your hands up. It's something about taking time to cry out before him. It's something about taking time to clap that he appreciates. He wants to hear from you. And then last and definitely not least, link up with those whose faith is strong. I, I, go on about this uh, you know constantly I feel like I highlighted many many times and many different episodes that I have had but link up with those whose faith is strong um you know you might have to watch the conversations you have you may have to be mindful you know and it's not I'm not talking about cutting people off you know this is not what I'm talking about I'm talking about there may be certain conversations you cannot have if you're trying to get to that step out the boat type faith and there are people working on that you know sometimes you can talk amongst each other and 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 you guys are iron sharpening iron and sometimes people just ain't there and if you are, you know, one of them people that aren't, you know, aren't there yet and you're trying to get there, you might have to decrease, you know, certain conversations with certain people. It don't make them bad and it don't make you no better. Understand what I'm saying? It doesn't make them bad and it don't make you any better. 
But we want to make sure that we're watching, you know, what we surround ourselves with. That is so critical. I think people really underestimate how important what you're putting in your ears, what you're watching, you know, who you're talking to, what's coming out of you, how important that is. People really, really don't. They underestimate it. Oh, I got more control than that. And I'm not saying you don't. But you got to understand the airways and and the, there's a lot of, of other forces out there. And so we want to be careful you know, to link up with those whose faith is strong. You know, if you got a friend, if you know people, you know, even let the tool of social media help you. People that are just have what they call crazy faith, you know, um, you know, like that Michael Todd uh, series, you know, crazy faith, link up with people that's like that. Because if you want to have crazy faith, if you want to have that step out the boat type of faith, then you got to link up with those kind of people, you know, and that don't mean you got to call them every day or they got to pray with you every day, you know, but I'm saying, you know, if you do, you know, if you're trying to, you know, you want to believe better you know you can have them you know ask them hey keep me you know on you know keep me in your prayers keep me in your prayers and just you could just look at them and just see how they compose themselves you know you want to be around people that have strong <laughs> crazy step out the boat kind of faith and so uh, points again were you know keep trusting accept the holy spirit it's your god it's your compass pray pray like jesus Confess your heart to God and link up with those whose faith is strong, okay? Don't hold back in your faith because you're afraid of disappointment. Don't hold back in your faith because you are afraid of disappointment. God is not a man that he shall lie. He's not like humans. He's going to do it in his timing. He's going to do it the way that he knows is best for us to do. If he don't do it how you ask, then there's a reason for it. And you can pray and ask God, God, can you show me or God, can you give me peace? He may not always show you the wise, but he can definitely give you peace. He can definitely give you peace. And so, guys, I love you guys. I appreciate you again. Temple Fuel Podcast. Please, if you are, if this is your second, third episode and you have not subscribed, you're not following, please do that. It helps my numbers. Just listening and clicking out doesn't help my numbers. <laughs> but please, if you've been around for a while, please do me a favor. Go ahead and subscribe. Go ahead and follow. If this episode blessed you, if another episode blessed you, send it to somebody. Send, you know, share it on your social media. Share it on Twitter. Share it on Facebook. Share this episode with somebody i appreciate you guys time we went over our typical 15 minutes a little over 20 i love you guys and remember don't let disappointment cause you to hold back in your faith i love you guys i'll talk to you soon